Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Of course, the greatest show on the planet is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them on the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, welcome to The Geek Show. If this is your first time listening on the radio via the podcast, which you can get on Stitcher, Spotify, and the WMBD app, Welcome. This is a show where we talk about the latest and greatest in technology, in pop culture, in video games, movies, TV shows, a little bit of everything. We're doing something very different on talk radio. We are taking a break from politics. Thank you. And we're going to talk about fun things, things that don't make us angry and yell at each other. No Donald Trump, this Democrats, William Barr, that Push that all to the side for now, and let's just sit back and talk about the awesomeness that is going on in the geek world. We'll, of course, we'll start with the latest in news. I got some stories with Netflix, uh, Amazon, Meatless Burgers. I have a lot to go over in the news and some great movie news coming out. Then, of course, we'll talk about the fact that it is the weekend. What are you going to see? What are you going to do this weekend? There are some good movies out. But let's be real, it's going to be Avengers weekend for this weekend and maybe next weekend, too. Then we will take a break for news. And after that, when we come back, I'm going to talk about Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. Last weekend was an outstanding weekend to be a nerd. And I'm going to talk about both of those things. I will be going into spoilers. I for sure made I made sure that last week I did not talk about anything at all in regards to Avengers. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about my opinions on it and how it changed a little bit from last week to this week. And then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week, the five pieces of audio that I found this week that I think you should be aware of. We got some trailers and we have one of the greatest things on the planet, which is banana bread. I am not joking. Oh, and I have the very the worst movie trailer I have seen in a very, very long time. So stick around for that. But let's start off with the news. Let's start off with this. I love when people in technology world and just people in general try to scam people. And this is a perfect example. There is the future of pet rocks are here. There is a new wireless meditation pebble that is now being kickstarted and it has surpassed its goal. So an illuminating rock is currently being developed. The moment pebble is a flattened orb that fits in the palm of your hand and can slide in your pocket. When activated, the digital pod glows, giving you cues for meditation. Here's the uh, what the company, what the owner and creator of this said. I'm going I'm to speak in a, in a cool voice. Small, smooth, discreet. The moment pebble acts as a physical reminder, a gentle nudge to give your mind much needed breaks throughout your busy day. So what do you get and how much is this? Well, let me tell you, $77 will get you this lovely pebble and you're not going to believe it, guys. According to Kickstarter, the rock 
promises many benefits, including reduced anxiety, reduced stress, reduced likelihood of depression, enhanced sleep, boosted brain power, increased productivity, improved creativity, and improved long-term health. All for $77. How can you argue against that? Well, guys, it's just a pebble that glows. That's it. (laughs) There's nothing else to it. I just, what's crazy to me is that it has already surpassed its Kickstarter goal. Uh, It's already 51,000 plus in the bank. Why are people buying this? It is the most stupid thing. There are apps that are free that you can set on your phone, which you have with you all the time, that will notify you, hey, take a break. Hey, do some meditation. That's just, it's hilarious to me because I know people are going to buy it and they're going to be like, what the heck am I supposed to do with this? We've been talking a lot on The Geek Show about streaming. All the companies, Apple, Disney, CBS, NBC, Fox, they're all getting in the streaming business. So if I were to ask you, listeners, friends, geeks, what is the next big company to announce a streaming service? Well, I think you would just sit in the back of your mind and be like, oh, what other movie companies and our companies are out there? You got Warner Brothers maybe. Um, who knows, maybe Sony's going to do something. No, I am here to tell you the very, (laughs) I'm not even going to hype it. Walmart, Walmart, I am not joking you. Walmart is getting into the online streaming game. Walmart has partnered with MGM to create a deal to make a half dozen original shows that will air in the next year, starting with Mr. Mom, a contemporary spin on the 1983 John Hughes movie, that started uh, that starred a young Michael Keaton as a stay-at-home dad who takes over domestic chores for his high-powered wife. They, uh, according to reports, Walmart plans to focus on true family-style programming in the vein of Goldberg's and Big Bang Theory. They have partnered up with MGM, and some of the MGM's uh, catalog includes. James Bond, Rocky, Pink Panther, The Hobbit, 21 Jump Street, and TV properties like Viking, Teen Wolf, Fargo, and The Handmaid's Tale. So Walmart's getting in the game, guys. I, I just don't. Amazon's in it. Apple, Disney, all of the major cable networks. Streaming is the new thing. Is it going to be great? I don't know. I guess in one hand, hey, you get to choose specifically what you want. On the other hand... I just put all of these on auto pay, all my subscriptions. I'm going to have to go through and figure out how much I'm really paying for all these streaming services because they're going to add up fast. And I'm really curious to see how Comcast is going to fight this. Uh, I know Comcast is owned by, I think they own NBC. So maybe they're going to be pushing harder with uh, Comcast's own uh, streaming services. Maybe even phones, Verizon. I think, honestly, I never in the life of me thought I would be saying that Walmart is getting into the streaming service. So I think everything's open. Maybe we'll have an Uber original content streaming about taxi drivers. I I don't know. I just feel like the possibility is endless. Uh, Let's see here. Let's do some more fun ones before we get to some serious ones. Samsung is thinking about millennials when they invented the Ciro, which is a vertical TV it is a TV, so if you're by a TV, look at it. You know, it's sideways, uh, hot dog style, as we used to say in the... Or no, hamburger style, 
as we used to say in uh, kindergarten. And imagine that TV, but you can walk up to it and turn it, what, 90 degrees? Yeah, 90 degrees. And then all of a sudden, it's a vertical TV. They're hoping that millennials will jump onto this because they want to integrate their phones with this TV. So you can take something on your phone, since your phone's vertical, and send it to your TV and it will play on there. I first, when I saw this, made fun of it so, so much. But the more I thought about it, yeah, that's actually going to work. They're putting this out less as a TV. I mean, there's an option for the TV. And making it trying to be like a communication hub. So you can have your music playing on there. You can have um, some chat windows up on there. And something that not necessarily you're going to sit down and watch, but something that will be on in the background that you can keep an eye on. Honestly, I think it's not a bad idea. But we'll have to wait and see how that works. I think it was, let's see here. What was the price? $1,600. It actually looks really nice. I'll give them credit for that. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have to wait and see if that comes out on the United States side. It's over in Korea right now. Burger King. Burger King is rolling out its meatless Impossible Whopper nationwide. They had a huge success in St. Louis. They're going to uh, push it out to a few more test markets just to 100% make sure but their plans right now is to spread this nationally, which is cool. I'm very curious to try this burger. Apparently, it's designed to bleed, to give you... It, it bleeds, it looks, and it smells exactly like meat. And from what everyone's told me, it's really good. Now, I eat burgers really weird. I like a burger with ketchup on it, but I don't like it on it. I like my burgers plain, just the meat and the bread, and then I dip my hamburger in the ketchup. I know. I could seriously do a whole show on my weird eating habits, but that's how I am. So I'm really curious to see if I can really tell if it's not a, a meat product or not. Because a lot of people, I, I always say with burgers, there is uh, you have the meat burgers, which focuses and emphasizes the meat, and then you have the toppings burger. And I'm curious, once you remove all the toppings, if people would really be able to tell the difference between the meatless burger and the regular burger. But we have a few Burger Kings in Peoria, so hopefully that'll be coming soon, and we can all give it a try. I'm very, very curious. Uh, okay, one more fun one, and then we'll get into some serious ones, and we'll talk about some short ones. Energizer, the battery company. No, I'm not going to say they announced a new streaming service. That would be hilarious. But Energizer created a giant, I mean ginormous, battery phone and it just ran out of juice. So they started a campaign to create a Energizer phone. And I'm not joking. Look at your phone now. It's long, but it's thin. Imagine that the same length. It's really long, but it's about an inch thick. It is a huge. It's basically like a battery pack that also has a phone in it. It's supposed to be huge for staying on and having a ton of battery space. Um, they started this campaign. They wanted to reach a goal of $1.2 million, but they only made $15,000. Okay, okay, okay. Back it up a second. Are you telling me, are you really telling me that people invested $51,000 on a pebble and only $15,000 for the phone? $50,000 for a pebble. 15000 for a phone. What 
kind of world are we living in? How does that make any sense? I don't know. Uh, the phone itself looks terrible. It looks really ugly and really big. I understand why it failed, but I really don't understand how this got thrown under the bus by a pebble that costs $75 and it lights up has reached over $51,000. What is going on in this world? Okay, let's do some serious ones. Two, oh, before I get into this, uh, we talked about this, oh, I want to say months ago, about Vampire Facials. It was a new company that was going to put blood on your face, and apparently it was supposed to help your skin and become youthful and basically bathing in blood. It, it, it's weird, it's creepy, and there's some problems. New Mexico has two cases of HIV cases that have been linked to the spa that gave these. Yeah, did we really think nothing bad was going to happen? If it's one thing humans are great at is that we're lazy as heck. I mean, super, super lazy. Did anyone really suspect that when they opened a blood facial bank that people were not going to, there were not going to be any people who would cut corners to save time or something? No. Uh, two cases have been reported, uh, including HIV, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C. And it looks like that they'll be closing up that shop really soon. Come on, people. I still can't get over the pebble. $51,000 for a pebble. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm getting too, I'm getting too close to the pebble story. Just blows my mind. Amazon has fully, well, plans to fully automate its shipping warehouses in less than 10 years. I know we talk about Amazon all the time. I always talk about it in the negative, and yet here I am, an Amazon Prime member, a streaming member with uh, an Alexa device, although I've unplugged it a year ago by now. And, uh, yeah, it's interesting. They uh, treat their warehouse workers pretty darn bad. We've covered many stories about it. And this is a way that they're going to try to fix that, I guess, by doing 100% automation for their warehouses and it leads to a whole nother question. I need to get Dan DiOrio in here one day so we can talk about it. But we have to start talking about robots replacing human jobs because that's going to become a really, really big thing. Luckily, I don't think ro uh, robots would be able to take over the radio industry. So maybe I can stick around for a little bit. But it is something that we're going to have to start actually talking about because although no one wants to talk about it, oh, that's too far away. Well, I would rather be prepared than to all of a sudden one day all these people are out of a job because robots took it over. But I don't know what your guys' opinion on Amazon is, but um, I assume this was going to happen at some point, so it wasn't a big shocker. But I think the biggest takeaway is that it's less than 10 years away, according to Amazon, which is insane. All right. I just took a look at the clock. I do this every the first segment always of the Geek Show. I talk way too much. So we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about the movies of the week, which isn't that much. But I have some news in the movie world. What's coming out? There are some big movies coming out and being made right now. And with that, this is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. See you in a few minutes.
All right, welcome back to the Geek Show. We're jumping straight into things because I talked way too much in the last segment. Let's head over to Landmark Cinemas and take a look what's going out in theaters today. Uh, a big surprising one, Long Shot, is a new movie out. It stars Seth Rogen and Charisse Theron. Charisse Theron is the best actress we have right now, in my opinion. But Seth Rogen, it is oddly a huge hit. It's at 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. People are saying it is really, really good. Seth Rogen is a guy who knew Sharice in the old days. She's a political figure, and they fall in love, and it's supposed to be really, really funny. So if you're interested, that movie is out. The other one, that I guess the other big one, is Ugly Dolls, which is an animated movie. And sadly, it's at 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. One of the reviews that I read for it, I am not joking, said that this might be one of the worst movies ever made. So eh, you may want to pass on it, but... It's probably good for kids. There's a good story in it uh, about, you know, being who you are and all that. So maybe it's something. I don't know if it can be as worse as um, the Emoji movie, but maybe. Uh, In theaters right now, there's nothing else to talk about except Avengers Endgame. It made a boatload of money, and it'll continue to make a boatload of money for the foreseeable future. Uh, It'll probably be number one in the box office for a couple more weeks. Looking into the future, of course, you have... Pokemon Detective Pikachu, the movie. I am a huge Pokemon fan. I have a stupid amount of Pokemon cards that I collect. I love Pokemon. I am super excited for this movie. And that comes out next week. No uh, word about it yet, which has me a little worried, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, I do have some news I want to go over that I didn't have enough time in the last segment for. Some movie news that's going on in the world of movies. Uh, Chloe Mortez is in final negotiations to play the human lead in the live-action animated film Tom and Jerry. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of these live-action mix hybrids, especially with, I think, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu is kind of leading the way. I have a trailer in the fifth in the last segment of the show that is also doing that, and it is the worst trailer I have ever seen. So I'll be very curious to see what comes out of it. Apparently, the movie will revolve around a hotel in which Jerry takes up residence. Uh, in Suicide Squad news, uh, James Gunn, who is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, is directing this movie. That's his next movie. Uh, two news that came out of it was that they're hiring somebody to play Mr. Polka Dot, a.k.a. the Polka Dot Man, which I am so excited for. And that they are looking for the rat catcher. I am super excited to see these weird villains and heroes working together. Uh, the Fantastic Films, uh, Fantastic Beasts 3 has a release date of November 12th, 2021. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which now James Gunn will be directing, is planned for a 2020 shoot. So we won't see that movie for quite some time. Uh, Indiana Jones 5 is being worked on. The writer has been replaced by This Is Us creator Dan Fogelman. Uh, Apparently the old movie had to do with Nazi gold and other artifacts and they weren't happy with it. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has finished his Star Trek script and says maybe it will be made. Please be made. Oh my gosh, I want to see that movie. And then finally, Saints Row, the video game, has been picked up by Fast and Furious 8 director for some movie adaptations. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about Avengers and Game of Thrones. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.
Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara, and welcome back to a segment where we're just going to talk about last weekend because, guys, last weekend was the geekiest weekend I think humanly possible, at least that I've been here. We had Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. Now, I'm going to go into some spoilers with both of these because Avengers, I did not give my review last week, so I want to talk a little bit about it with you guys. There will be some spoilers. I won't say... Uh, if anyone dies at the end, I won't really hit the ending. I'm just going to hit the middle parts and it is a little spoilery. So if you want to step away for a little bit, I totally understand. And Game of Thrones, I'm going all in and talking all about it because it was absolutely wild. But first, let's start off with talking about the Avengers Endgame. Obviously, I was talking about it last week and I said it was beyond fantastic and it is. It really, really is good. Uh, but here's the thing. When you go see a movie on opening night, there is a hype level because you're in this room, it completely packed theater. Everybody is dressed up. Everybody's screaming. Everybody's clapping. So when you leave it, obviously you're going to leave with a level of excitement that maybe wasn't what you initially would do when you look at the movie in a, uh, in a way like I do, which is breaking down movies for stories, plots, and special effects and all of that. So with the Avengers, after having a week break uh, to think about the movie, I still loved it. I still loved the movie. I thought it was great. I don't think it was like beyond fantastic that I was talking about last week. Uh, I personally believe that uh, Avengers Infinity Wars was a better movie, and I'm not necessarily trying to say don't see this movie. Not at all. If you went to the Avengers when it originally came out and saw all of the other films... Go see this movie. This movie was made for you and me. It's a love letter to Marvel movies, 22 films in total. And yeah, it, it is definitely worth the the trip. A few things that came out to pointed out to me that I was really thinking about and kind of noticed was the movie was incredibly slow at parts. Uh, I think the first hour of the movie was super, super slow. I felt like they could have sped things up a little bit. Uh, the whole time travel aspect, which is kind of a big spoiler, um, which was really cool, but they left some pretty big plot holes open. So I don't know. Uh, I'm very, very curious where things are going to go from here, because if you don't know, they usually do things in phases. Phase one was all the movies leading up to Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Phase two was all the movies leading up to Ant-Man movie. And then phase three, which is what we're currently in, is all of the movies leading up to Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, another big spoiler coming your way. Spider-Man came back. He's alive. I think most of us knew that because they have said that Spider-Man Far From Home, which is the sequel coming out in July, they've been promoting that movie and talking about it. And they said that, yes, this takes place after Avengers Endgame. So we kind of knew Spider-Man was coming back. But what's interesting is that this movie ends in a weird spot, Avengers Endgame, in that the all the events of that movie takes place five years after Infinity Wars. And instead of going back and fixing things, they brought everybody back who was gone for five years. And it's just weird because all of these movies now are going to be set in the future, I guess. I don't know. I am very, very curious to see where Far From Home is going to take us because 
they kind of wrapped everything up. Are they going to lead into the next movie, whatever comes after Spider-Man? And that's another thing, too. They have yet to announce any of the next films that are coming. So we don't really know what to expect. It's just really weird and kind of convenient that Peter, MJ, and his friends and all of his schoolmates just so happen to also disappear when Thanos snapped his fingers. And they're all back now. So I don't know. It's an interesting concept. I mean, thinking that some of his friends might be five years older than he is now. I don't know. I hope they play on that, but we'll have to wait and see in July. But overall, this was a fantastic film. You will not be sad if you go see this film. It is great. Is it the greatest? No. Uh, Last week, I did my top five list of my favorites. It would probably be number four, number five on my favorite Marvel movies of all time. But it was a great film. It ended great. There's so much Easter eggs to this. Uh, you will definitely, definitely enjoy it. Now, let's talk about the other thing. Game of Thrones. Last weekend, the big battle at Winterfell. The Nightwalkers and the zombies versus Jon Snow. The dragons. And everyone was there. It was great. Uh, one of my biggest complaints is uh, it was incredibly hard to see. I watched on my iPad And I had to go under my blankets, and even under the blankets, I could not see the screen fully. The cinematographer has come out and said, "Uh, we actually, what you saw is what was intended to see. My personal crazy conspiracy theory self says that uh, I think HBO released the wrong one, the wrong video. Maybe it wasn't color corrected correctly. Color correcting is a film term where they... Uh, fix what you see on screen to enhance things and de-enhance things. And yeah, my personal opinion is maybe HBO accidentally released the wrong episode on air, which is fine. I mean, it happens, but uh, yeah, a lot of people were complaining about that. My other complaint was we were all expecting this big fight and a lot of people dying. And I know it's like, Corey, why are you wanting people to die? Well, here's the thing. This is why I think most people really enjoy Game of Thrones and why I personally like Game of Thrones. It it was a very unique show in that every week we had no idea what to expect. I think the Red Wedding was a classic point to show that we did not expect all of those main characters to die. Because as you know, for most TV shows like Breaking Bad the main character, you know they're not going to die. You know that for a fact because they're going to have several seasons with this big-name actor. And when they're in situations where they could potentially die, in the back of your mind, you're kind of like, well, no, they're not going to die because you know they're the main character and the main star. They're not going to do that. That's why Game of Thrones was so great. There were so many characters that you could kill off people and it would be a shock. The What you thought would be the main characters could be taken away and that's what made it great because it was one of the very unique shows that you had no idea what the next episode was going to bring and they kind of lost that the last couple seasons uh obviously john wasn't going to die anytime soon same with the queen of dragons same with um sansa and aria all of them, they weren't going to die. And I was expecting bigger things out of this episode because we had a lot of the main characters that we love and follow out on the battlefield, and they got wiped out completely. But all of the main characters, and I put that in quote, that we followed around and gotten to know were still alive. We only had really um, the lady uh, who was the leader of a group of guys in the North. 
she died. That was an epic death, how she killed the giant. Uh, we had John and Sam's uh, friend from The Watch die. And then, of course, uh, the Queen of Dragons, her assistant, I don't remember his name. He had the dragon scale on his arm. He died. I think he was the more significant person to die, but no one else did. And I'm not trying to say that it was a bad episode because it wasn't at all. The, the suspense in it was great. The action was great. Um, Arya killing the Night King was absolutely brilliant. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, they're not going to kill these people. If they are, they'll do it towards the end because we still have four, three more episodes left. And yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. That and the the darkness levels just really disappointed me. But remember, you guys, I love this stuff. Yes, I'm breaking it down, but that's what I do. I like to review things. I like to point out things in shows because I want things to get better. And I'm not trying to slam these people making this show at all. It's just kind of what I've been doing my whole life is just breaking these down, talking about it, figuring out ways it could have been better and moving on. I absolutely enjoyed it. I will be watching much, much more of it in the future and i'm so excited for the next three episodes it's going to be absolutely insane and with that you guys we're going to take a break when we get back we're going over the top five list of the week this is the geek show on 1470 and 100.3 wmbd Welcome back to The Geek Show on WMBD. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And of course, The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yeah, you guys, this is it. This is the last part of the show. And what do we always do? Of course, it's the top five list of the week, and we got some doozies. So let's jump straight into it with... Number five. Number five goes to a very important statement, which is why I have it here. As you know, number five, I'm no longer necessarily doing the most viewed video of the week, just because a lot of them are music-related. And with music-related, people either like it or they don't. I'm not a big music person, and it's not something that I think you should be aware of. Number five will always go to the one I think you should be aware of that's going on in the world right now. And this one was PewDiePie. PewDiePie is a huge YouTuber. He has had some controversies in the past where there is a meme going around. A meme is like a saying or something people do to get laughs. But there is a meme going around called subscribe to PewDiePie. And people would do crazy things with that subscribe to PewDiePie. Uh, a group of kids went to a, um, a memorial for a Jewish memorial and sprayed that on the uh, the statues, and of course the big one was the shooting that happened at a church. I don't remember how long ago it was. I think it was like a month ago now. Uh, in the video, the man said, subscribe to PewDiePie, and PewDiePie kind of stayed quiet on it, but he did something that I thought was important, and he released a statement, and he talked about it. Hello. I wanted to talk seriously and honestly for a moment about my thoughts on what's been going on for the past couple months and hopefully you you can get a better understanding of my perspective. I think it's time to end the subscribe to PewDiePie movement or meme. It's something that started off as a way to keep me as the number one most subscribed channel on YouTube and seeing so many people come to my support, other creators as well, 
uh, has been incredibly humbling to me. It's really, really meant a lot. It's something I never thought I would experience. And it's something I thought would last also for maybe just a couple of days or maybe a week. But here we are. It's been six to seven months now and it's been a crazy journey. At first, it started off with people doing really positive and fun things to get attention through subscribe to PewDiePie. But something I learned and I think hopefully it's something people can understand is when you have 90 million people riled up about something, you're bound to get a few degenerates. Yeah, I thought that was an actual genuine apology. A lot of people don't like PewDiePie, but I feel like that happens whenever you're on the top Everyone will go to attack you. Uh, there are controversies about him, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about this apology. I thought it was really, really good. We've seen and we've had on the Geek Show several times apology videos where they did not sound genuine, and it just felt like they were just trying to go out there to say, oh, sorry, and then they'll continue to go on and do the same things. This felt genuine, and I liked it, and I really hope that it was true in what he was saying. Number four. Number four goes to one of the trailers this week. It is Godzilla. Mothra. Roden. Ghidorah. Oh my. They're moving like a pack. They're hunting. They all respond directly to an alpha. We stop this Ghidorah. We stop them all. Is there another creature that might stand a chance against him? Yes, this trailer looks awesome. When I saw uh, Avengers Endgame last week, I saw it at the IMAX at the MC Theater, and they had a special like five-minute preview of Godzilla, and I have to be honest, yeah, it looks over the top, it looks crazy, it looks insane, uh, the special effects look kind of bad at points. I really want to see this movie. It's just giant monsters duking it out and beating each other up. I'm all game for it. It's coming out very, very soon. I am so excited for it. Number three. Number three, Sophia Turner. She is, she plays Sansa on Game of Thrones, was recently on the Dr. Phil podcast. Yes, he has a podcast because everyone has a podcast these days. But she was on there and she talked about her past with depression issues and how she wants to help people. And Dr. Phil pointed out that just talking about it is going to help people. And her reaction was pretty cool. I hope to be like, to just speak about it and be transparent about it. That's the payoff that I would like is for people to not feel so alone and, and feel encouraged to talk to someone about it. Think about how many girls, eighth or ninth grade, parents go in their room and find that they've hung themselves in their closet because they've been bullied on social media. Yeah. And think about how many girls won't do that because of what you've said. How many parents will open that door and their girl will be sitting on their bed instead of hanging in the closet because of what you've said? <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that would be the truth. Yeah, that one's absolutely uh, just great. Uh, May is Mental Health Month. I believe that's what it is. Yeah. And uh, so stuff like this is always good to talk about because depression is an issue in the geek community and in Peoria. Suicide rates are abnormally high in Peoria. 
So it's something we need to talk about. We shouldn't be afraid to talk about it. Number two. Number two goes to the worst movie trailer I have seen in a very, very, very long time. And of course, it's based off a video game. Gotta go fast. minutes ago, an energy surge knocked out power across the entire Pacific Northwest. This needs someone who can figure out exactly what we're dealing with. You're not suggesting who I think you're suggesting. We have no choice. What the? Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. Nope! I'm wrong. I'm in charge. Allow me to clarify. In a sequentially ranked hierarchy based on level of critical importance, the disparity between us is too vast to quantify. Agent Stone? The doctor thinks you're basic. Yes, that was Sonic the Hedgehog, the video game movie. You know, uh, it's movies like this. One of the reasons I personally think that video games still has the stigma of people looking down on it, like older people looking down on it, is that when it comes to movies, I don't think there has been one actually good video game movie. I really like the, the Super Mario Brothers movie from way back, but it's so cheesy and so corny it's a bad movie but i enjoyed it but yeah this one i don't even guys when i saw that trailer i was just shaking my head the whole time uh the my main issue is sonic the hedgehog himself looks weird he has human teeth he looks like a seven-year-old in like a pajama onesie It, it looks really really weird really really bad and just bad overall uh jim carrey's in the movie i think he'll just take the role and run with it I mean, it's obviously not going to be Oscar-worthy or anything, but he's just doing a goofy character for a kid's movie. And, uh, yeah, I think it's one that I'll pass, but who knows? Maybe the kids will like it. Here's number one. Number one. Yes, number one. It's been a long week. We all need a little inspiration. And let me tell you guys, drugs can do some crazy things to people. And this is case in point when a man was at work and he received some banana bread. Dude, I got some banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. My mom told me if I wait for things, like, good things will happen to me, dude. And I waited for some things, and I got some banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. So it just goes to show that waiting for things is, like, worth it. But there's a lot of bad things in this world, dude. Like, skunks, dude? Hell no. Scratching your eye, but it's still itchy, dude? Hell no. The Cubs, dude, hell no. Like getting paid not a lot of money, dude, for working, hell no. But banana bread at work, dude, hell yeah, hell yeah, bro, hell yeah. Banana bread, bro, at hell work, dude, hell yeah. Yes, that guy was extremely happy and extremely energized. Uh, due to the banana bread. Probably has nothing to do with, I'm guessing, the amount of drugs he had before he shot this video. But I thought it was a funny video and a little inspirational. Yeah, you know, take the small things in life and be excited. Banana bread. (laughs) And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show of the Week. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I will see you all next week. This is the Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.